Hello and welcome to Blue Mound Methodist Podcast. I'm Pastor Jacob Fields coming to you from Denton, Texas. We are so thankful that your faith journey has connected with this ministry and hope that you are blessed by the sermons, Bible studies, and faith stories you will find through this podcast. This episode is from a sermon called God's Generous Heart. Let's pick up with our scripture reading before moving into our sermon. Would you please remain standing for our second reading today? It comes from uh, the book of Romans, uh, chapter 10, verses 8 through 13. Hear the word of the Lord. But what does it say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. This is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and is and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says no one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of the Holy Scriptures. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Let's pray. Almighty God, we give you thanks that you are generous. That your generosity is even more than we can comprehend or understand, but even more importantly, that it's more than we deserve. Awaken us this morning. Open our eyes to see who you truly are and who we are, that we might repent of our sins and return to you with all our heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, I just want to start off with a disclaimer. Anytime that Deuteronomy 26 passage is read, it's the one that gives the instructions for the tithe. Some uh, might fear that this is about to be a sermon about giving. Uh, it, and it is a sermon about giving, but it's not about what we give. It's about what God gives to us. Okay, so this, this is not going to be uh, uh, a guilt trip about, uh, hey, you're not giving enough. That's, that's not the focus. The focus is instead on how God gives to us. It's reshifting how we look at generosity. So I just wanted to start start by saying that. Um, and in case uh, in case you might get distracted by an illustration here or there, or you're still thinking about Smarties, here's the main <laughs> point. Um, you can go ahead and write this down. I'll say it a couple more times. But the main point is everything in this world belongs to God. And everything we have is a gift. I'll say that again for you. Everything in this world belongs to God, 
And everything that we have is a gift. So if you're writing that down, uh, that's all right. I'll, I'll get to it a few more times. Uh, and so I want to just talk uh, for a moment uh, about something God, God tapped me on the shoulder recently um, and, and kind of illustrated to me in a, in a tangible life story uh, of, of how God feels about giving to us. Um, it, involves, um, it involves limes and Topo Chico. Uh, does anybody know what Topo Chico is? It's a mineral water. Um, and uh, so my wife, when she was, I don't remember where, she had a Topo Chico with lime for the very first time. And she said, oh, hey, this is an enjoyable drink. Hey, uh, she got home. And, and later on that week, she said, hey, will you, will you go to the store and get, uh, I, I just want a Topo Chico um, and, and some lime to go in it. She asked for one, and what I brought home was uh, two regulars, and then they had two that were already lime-flavored, and so I thought maybe, just maybe, she might appreciate the lime-flavored ones also, uh, since she wanted a lime in the first place, so I got two regulars, I got two Topo Chicos with lime, and then I, I get to the lime section, and I, I got regular lime, and then I got a, a little baggie of key lime. Right? Uh, just because I thought, hey, you know, let's let her choose, right? And so I bring all of this home, um, and she says, all I asked for was a, a Topo Chico and a lime. And you bring, like, like why, are you getting, why are you getting all of this stuff when I, I, just, I just asked for one? You just, I mean... And in the days following that, I, I was really thinking about, why is it? Why is it that I, I do that quite often? She asks for something, and, and I, I get more than what she asks for. It, and that's when God tapped on my shoulder and said, he, he actually reminded me of a scripture if you who are wicked can give such good gifts, how much more will your Father in heaven, who is good, give? That verse popped into my head, and it was like my eyes were open. I, I give to my wife because I, I, want, I want to give her even more than she can, than she can fathom. We all want to give to the people we love. We, well, it's one of the favorite things about Christmas is seeing the look on a child's face when you've given them a toy that they really appreciate. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a dad of small children. Like that's, that's something that I see consistently around our world. That's something that I can see consistently with our, our humanness is that we like to give people gifts. We like to give others good things because we well, part of us likes their reaction, and the other part of us just really, really wants uh, them to have what, what they want. And so God's generosity was, was reminded to me in the story with Topo Chico and Lime. Now, the, when I say that, i got to also say this. 
we don't always get what we want. We, sometimes we ask for things. Sometimes we pray. Sometimes we, sometimes we do everything that we can possibly do. Um, and what we're asking for still doesn't happen. Right? This is a pain of the world we live in. Is that sometimes, um, sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes the thing that we've been praying for, the answer is not the answer that we want. And, and sometimes it feels like God is silent. Sometimes it feels like God ignores uh, what, what we're asking for. i got to confess that, that sometimes it feels like that. I know more than Juliet raised their hand for Smarties, right? <laughs> Others of you raised your hand for Smarties. And I just want to remind you that whether you got one a few minutes ago or not, if you want Smarties, God has Smarties for you. I mean, I, I, I say that to, to kind of bring back the lightheartedness uh, of what I'm saying here, but sometimes the answer isn't the way we we like things to look. But just as after Good Friday there was hopelessness, just like in the wilderness Jesus went without, a time is coming. When God will provide far greater than we can ask or imagine. So whatever pain we're in, whatever, whatever, whatever feeling we have that we want God to answer, there will be a day. There will be a day. Whether that day is today or some other time, there will be a day because God is a is a generous and loving God. God is a good God that wants good things for his people. God created you, each and every one of you, and God loves you, each and every one of you. Yeah. Yeah. So this God that created and loves you doesn't like when you hurt. God doesn't like when we're broken. Sometimes we are broken. Sometimes, sometimes we care more about the Smarties than we do about the God who holds them all. Let me, let me try and say that in a different way because I don't think it landed. Sometimes we care more about the cattle than whose hills there are. Sometimes we care more about sometimes we care more about the person uh, sitting next to us than the person who we've become estranged from. Sometimes we care more about our own biological family, then we care about the stranger, the foreign born, the alien in our land. 
But even that passage in Deuteronomy says when you celebrate, when you realize what God has done and you're celebrating, you're throwing that party, make sure that you invite not just not just the Levites, don't just invite the pastor for, to your celebration, but invite the foreigner also. Why? Why invite the foreigner also? Because the thing that they're supposed to always remember, the thing that God asks us to always remember is that they were once a wandering people. Our ancestor was an Armenian wanderer. That's, that's what the verse says. And they're supposed to remember that and recite that as they bring their gift, their offering, their tithe. They, that they're supposed to recite that not because uh, there's, this, there's this rule that they have to follow, and if they get a word wrong, then they've got to walk back home and start over again. That it's not like that. It's to remind them whose land they're in, whose produce it really is. Because you see, it's easy when the Israelite people become comfortable to think that this is their land, that they deserve it. That they've kept it, that, that it's been theirs for generations. So this is ours. And we gotta hold on to it. And I got I gotta make sure, you know, that there was that drought that one time, and so I gotta not uh, I got I gotta put that extra 10% in storage for that for that day when the rain doesn't come and I don't have enough. But see, the Israelite people, even if they had the land for generations, there was still a time when they didn't. And so we, no matter what we have, whether it was, whether it was earned in our lifetimes or whether it was passed down from us to us from our ancestors, there was once a time when we were a wandering people. This community... This northern Denton County area that has a lot of uh, German heritage. Well, we're not in Germany. We got here because of a, a time of wandering. All of us, all of us have a history of being misplaced. Somewhere, at some time in our history, we have been a displaced people. And so, what this reminds us is that what we have is not ours, it's God's. It's like, it's like God gives you a roll of Smarties. And there's a lot of Smarties in a roll. And sometimes we think that by giving a single Smartie out of a roll back to God, well, that's just too much to ask for. But God's the one that gave us the Smarties. God's the one that holds the whole bag. And so instead of being grateful for the nine Smarties out of ten, we, we fuss about having to give the one, and sometimes we run away. Thinking that God's being greedy, trying to get his hands on our Smarties. No, God's not greedy. 
The only thing God's greedy for is your heart, your devotion, your relationship with God. That's the only thing God is greedy for. God controls so much, but he gave you and me the freedom of choice. And so you and I, we have, we have the tragic choice to turn our back on God's will. We have the tragic choice sometimes to ignore that God is the one who's given the smarties in the first place. And God wants our hearts. He wants yours and he wants mine. Just as I want the heart of my wife. And so how, how many smarties would it take? Well, how many Topo Chico's are you asking for? See, God's got a generous heart. God gives to us, not just our needs, but in, in what the scriptures say is what, what far greater than we can ask or imagine. God gives. So if you're in a, a season of life filled with pain and, and hopelessness, well, welcome to Lent. We are in that season together for various reasons from different places, but we are here together. Lent is a season of, of acknowledging our pain, acknowledging our brokenness, acknowledging how we've seen things the wrong way. You know, I won't give a concrete example here, but I'll, I'll, give, a, I'll give a for instance. No, I mean, not a for instance, a, an illustration. If there's a relationship and there's a fight or a conflict of some sort, the thing that it takes to restore that relationship is for somebody to become self-aware. For somebody to realize what's what's actually the case. I have hurt you. I am undeserving of your love. I am grateful for your presence in my life. I am grateful for what you add to my story. And so, whatever it is that has caused friction in our lives with others of God's children or with God, God's self, we ask that God would open our eyes, that we would see where we've been. That we would see with new eyes that we should be grateful. Because from 
self-awareness comes gratitude. From self-awareness comes gratitude. If you realize that you don't deserve your spouse's attention, you're going to behave differently when you realize and are thankful for it. If I don't deserve my spouse's attention, I'm thankful when I get it, I'm going to do different things in that relationship. Now, this doesn't just work with spouses. This doesn't just work with sons and daughters. This doesn't just work with brothers and sisters. But this works, at least I pray that it does, with God too. When I realize where I am going astray, I'm grateful that God has loved me anyways and that God has been there right beside me all the way. Then comes the change. And so when God invites us to return with all our heart, what do we have to see different? What do we have to see differently? What do we have to realize of ourselves? What do we have to be thankful to God for? And then, what will we do differently? Will we mop the floor? Will we give? Will we invite the foreigner? As a, as a footnote, uh, the United Methodist Board of Discipleship wanted, wants to remind people this particular Sunday, because of these particular scripture passages, it, even in the Romans one where it talks about um, there's neither Jew nor Greek, right? That's the context of Romans, right? There's, there's Jewish people and there's Greek people in Rome, um, and they didn't always feel that fondly towards each other. But he says there's no distinction. So I, I wonder if there would be different titles now. But, but what the General Board of Discipleship wants us to remind uh, people on this particular Sunday with these particular verses is that there are, uh, a, I'm, I should have written down the number, but it's a ridiculous number in the millions of people who are displaced uh, from their homes today for whatever reason. Uh, it equals out to about two people per second leaving their home. We were once a wandering people, and God has dealt generously with us. There are wandering people today, and God calls us and invites us to be generous to them as well. Because God has a generous heart. And if we want to be like God, if we want to be in relationship with God, if we want to follow the example of Jesus, then we get to be generous too. Just as Amelia brought her grandmother some Smarties. If anybody wants one, <laughs> let me know. Amen. Amen.
Well, that's it for this episode of Blue Mound Methodist Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to reach out in any way, please send us an email at office at bluemoundumc.org. We'd love to hear from you. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I want to challenge you to share this blessing with others by investing and inviting. If you know someone who has been blessed by this message, invite them to listen directly or by sharing on social media. Or, you can make an investment in this digital ministry by going to bluemoundumc.org give to help expand the reach of the gospel message. God bless.